Hello, welcome back to the Inner Thread Podcast. Today we have our first guest in like 60 episodes, Vlada Talan. Thank you for joining us, Vlada. Thank you so much for having me. Vlada is the founder of Soul Drops. They are these sacred plant microdosing drops. I've had the honor of using them for my meditations and for some of my creative work over the last few years. We can talk more about that on the podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the divine feminine, the divine masculine, and ways to stay in balance with both as you go about your life. So, Vlada, we usually start with a big, deep inhale, and then we'll get into it. So, you ready? Yes. Okay, big, deep inhale, and get into today's episode. Before we get into the divine feminine, the divine masculine, let's give a quick background on you. This is what I know. You're born in Ukraine, grew up in Russia. Your mom became disabled and you kind of had to step up in the household and run the show. It was incredibly overwhelming emotionally, spiritually, mentally, in all the categories. And that seems like it's what pushed you to explore your inner world a little more, led you. I mean, do you think you were always very intuitive? To be honest with you, when I was growing up, I had no idea who I am mm, welcome. <laughs> and, and what I'm here for. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I would say I had uh, the first awakening in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Then a lot of information, a lot of memories start to come. From the past. From the past, uh, from, from the past lives. From the deep past. From the, w- the deep past. <laughs> way, way back. <laughs> way, way back, yes. Yeah. From who I am and yeah. what I'm here for. It was very overwhelming and it was very scary for me. Mm. Because I had a very deep core belief about myself that I'm nothing. Right. <laughs> That was when you were in America. So you yes. you were in Russia and you, you learned a lot about psychology there. Was that like the focus of your studies? Yes, it was in St. Petersburg. I did the study of psychology. But I would say that was the first time when I was drawn to this knowledge. Mm. I had no idea why, mm. but I was just drawn to it. I was reading during the day, during the night. I just couldn't get enough. Powerful, deep curiosity. Exactly. <laughs> but... I would say it didn't like sink in Mm -hmm. and opened up Mm. fully. So it started to sink in and opened up fully later. When you moved to America. Yes, but I always had that ability of having like lots of knowledge and I didn't know where it comes from. Mm. And people would ask me all the time, how do you know all of this? (laughs) And I had no answer. I'm like, I just know. You had that answer, but you didn't know why. Yes, I'm like, just, I'm like, isn't that common knowledge? <laughs> I'm like, no. Mm. I'm like, but I don't know. I just know it. <laughs> so you had like a very strong emotional intelligence and yes. you were just like very intuitive. Yes. So as you, you grew up in a kind of a stressful environment, started to study psychology and yes. kind of like woke this part of you up mm-hmm. and then moved to America mm-hmm. and got really deep into spirituality. And I know you were, you learned a lot about sacred plant medicine and yes. all that sort of stuff. And that kind of led you to founding Soul Drops. And yes. that's what you've been doing for... Soul Drops being around seven years. Well, there's like a quick Vlada background. Now you guys know Vlada. <laughs> So we can jump into some subject matter. So what are some of your psychology interests that have been driving your curiosity in that field? Really the work of Carl Jung. And it's based on your inner feminine and inner masculine. Your anima and your animus. Getting connected to your 
female energy and to your male energy and it like directly corresponds with work with plant medicine mm. okay i like to merge together esoteric woo-woo stuff mm -hmm. with modern science science and woo-woo that's kind of where this podcast exists <laughs> <laughs> exactly so it's merging eastern and western east and west yes and with psychology what i found was very profound was the studying uh, carl Jung, feminine and masculine inner feminine and inner masculine your anima it's your inner feminine and your animals it's your inner masculine it's just basically studying your own uh, female and male energies yeah so that's basically the idea that like we all have this this feminine and this masculine absolutely in yes because uh you are born from your mother and your father so you have both energies you have your mother energy and your father energy so what are i mean when i think about mother energy i think about more nurturing connected to sensitivities and stuff like sensitivity that. and your intuitions intuition that's where your intuition and your creativity comes from that comes from your feminine energy and then masculine it's more like protecting and providing and putting yourself out into the world and being active and being productive and uh, prolific this is masculine energy <laughs> i think like more brute force more just like it's just do. more mind more mind more mind less heart it's less hard, it's more mind, it's more logic. More logic, right. Yes, okay. that makes yes. Sense. it's more logic. And the heart is more like feminine. And that's why it's very important to come and bring them together, your mind and your heart, basically. Uh, your, your mind and your body. Very often we get disconnected from our body, from our emotions. Then we can express and identify our feelings. And then we get stuck so what is the stuckness i associate stuckness with like being tired a lot and confused versus like when i'm sharp my masculine and my feminine are both whole and complete and thriving i have a strong compass a lot of energy yes i know what i want to do i know how i want to do it yes yes when the stuckness happens basically what what happens with you energetically your body is frizzed mm. So some of the parts of your body is frizzed and the energy can't flow in your body and can access the energy of the mind. And then it happens, the disconnection. And usually there are like two big gates where it happens. It either happens on the area of your solar plexus. Mm, I feel a lot in my solar plex when I'm out of balance. So yes, or it's in your, on the area of your throat. Like you can't get words out, like you feel like a, a tightness almost? It's uh, it's like a tightness, uncontrolled emotions, mm. a lot of uncontrolled oh, emotions. Oh, like can't regulate in or out, so like exactly. too much comes out or nothing comes out. Oh, nothing comes out, yes. Mm. Because like your consciousness resides on the level of your throat. It's not on the level of your mind. Is this all Carl Jung? I'm blending in different knowledge right different now. Different studies? Okay. Different studies right now, yes. Yeah, because I've heard a little about Gates here, and I don't know a lot about Gates. Yes, it's different studies. Mm -hmm. If we go back to psychology, another very interesting and very profound and deep studies was done in transactional analysis, which talks about your inner child, your inner mother and inner father, and how they play roles in our psyche and how we present ourselves with different relationships as well. 
the theme of this podcast is stuff happens to you when you're young absolutely and then you kind of like develop this belief system about the world and about who you are oftentimes it comes from your parents yeah and then you bring that into the world with you and that's kind of where fear can reside because a lot of these beliefs are like i'm not good enough or i can't do this very limiting and then you kind of get like you said stuck in fear everything comes from your childhood everything comes from your childhood because up to like five six years old your brain works on a different waves it works on delta waves so it's literally it's a sponge mm -hmm. you're shaping your beliefs you, about you, the world you just you just uh sucking everything what's around mm -hmm. you and after the age of uh, five or six it your brain goes to alpha and then uh, it depends on the stress, stress level. It can go to beta, high beta. And then the hard drive is down. <laughs> so you... Programmed. It's been programmed, yes. But another very important thing that usually I hear, it's all just in the brain, it's all just in the brain, it's all just in the brain. The hard drive, not just in your brain, it's in your body too. Mm -hmm. The neuron connections in your, not just in your brain, they are in your entire body. So your entire body is wired mm -hmm. with your brain. And it holds trauma. I mean, there's all this new research now about yes. like somatic therapy is Absolutely. huge because they're seeing like you can treat the body and release a lot of trauma and exactly. really help people heal like yes. old wounds. And then all these beliefs, they go away. Mm -hmm. You can work just with beliefs. You can work just with meditation. You can even go for therapy. Yes, you will improve. Yes, um, you will change. But it all depends to what kind of degree mm -hmm. you want to improve your life and improve your health, your well-being, your career, your relationship mm -hmm. with your loved ones, with your partner, with your friends, because your body stores everything. A few episodes ago, we talked about core beliefs and yes. how those are formed when you're young. Yes. And that, yeah, you can meditate and do yes. these things and they definitely bring like a level of calm to your lives. But like you said, to go deeper and you go all the way down to the root there, mm -hmm. like the root of that mm -hmm. belief where it was formed, mm -hmm. you can get there. You heal that wound and rewire mm -hmm. your neural pathways around that belief and you can start acting a different way. Mm-hmm. If you get closer to people, you have more energy to, I mean, I think your intuition wakes up a little bit. You know what you want to do. Wow, I don't like this job. Why have I been doing this for 10 years? I actually love doing this. And then you have a lot of energy to do that. There's like this kind of awakening and a shift that happens in people's lives. Absolutely. My work combines working with bringing together mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. So there is not like something is more superior. They're all important. They're all important. And just to focus like on your spirit or on your soul and not to focus on your body, then it's lack of self-love. Mm -hmm. Because your body is the only body you have in this lifetime. And this body has been with you your entire life. It's seen everything. <laughs> it's been carrying you through everything in your life, standing by you, being with you every single second and doing everything for you. That's why it's very, very important to start paying attention to your body, 
Is your body holding any pain? Where is it? Like tensions and stuff like Tension that. Tension yeah. and pain. Like, and, and like when you're around an uncomfortable situation, where do you feel it in your body? Like exactly. My stomach always used to drop. Girlfriend got mad at me, stomach dropped. I was in a fight with a friend or like mm-hmm. my boss yelled at me, stomach dropped. Mm-hmm. And then like you were talking about, I started looking at some of those early core beliefs. A lot of it came from my stomach. When I moved past those beliefs, my stomach got lighter. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like there used to be a rock in there. Yes. But after like a lot of crying and therapy and like yes. expressing that pain, so much lighter. And what's really cool now is when stuff like that happens, I can almost feel how my stomach used to tighten and like mm-hmm. react, but it, it's like, it doesn't do it. It just almost feels like a lack of a response. I'm like mm-hmm. waiting for it and it's like, now mm-hmm. we're good. So, and then next level would be just to feel so much energy and power in mm. your stomach. Like you're saying going beyond healing it and it, you're almost yes. like strengthening it at this yes. point. Yes. Okay. Yes. How do you do that? Just visualization and... I would recommend just doing a lot of like yoga exercises mm-hmm. for your diaphragm. Mm, fire in the belly, like those kind of yogas where they're just, like... Just stretching your diaphragm, mm. working with your rib cage, mm. like getting like physical. Mm. Getting in there and really in like... There, yeah, with in there, working... Massaging it out, stretching yes, it. Yes, yeah. working with fascia. The fascia holds so much of that exactly. stuff. Exactly. That's what's crazy to me. It's like I never used to... Growing up, I think I was way more uh, conservative in terms yes. of like science is everything. I'm definitely a little hippie now and like a little woo-woo, but there's also science coming out that does say that our tissue like holds this Absolutely. trauma and stuff. There is a science about the body. We have muscles. We have fascia. We have millions, millions and millions of nerves in our muscles and one nerve it's hundred times thinner than your hair hmm tiny imagine yeah and it's inputting it's it's feeling and, all the time and where is it coming from it's coming from the back of your head from your spine they all go back up to your brain exactly <laughs> so just working with the brain it's good but then you're gonna go back again and again, hmm. and again, and again. So talk to me. Do you have examples about that? That's really interesting to me. If someone, I'm trying to think of an example someone might be working through and they only focus on healing their brain, like yes. some traumatic event from their childhood or yes. something. Especially if there was a lot of trauma in the childhood. Right. If, uh, let's say, you grew up in an um, unstable, abusive um, uh-huh. household. It's entirely in your body, not just your brain. Right. But if you're older now and you're trying to work on healing some of that trauma and you only go to, like, maybe, say, talk therapy and yes. you talk about it all the time, you're saying... Then you're stuck. Then you're saying you're going to miss, like, a whole part. Like, it, th- that's part of it. And then also doing work with the body, releasing yes. it down there. and Yes, and releasing it down there. And then you can hear your soul. Hmm. If you had a lot of trauma, then you're just stuck on it. Right. And it's in your entire body. Well, if it's almost like your soul, your spirit doesn't feel safe. Once you make it feel safe in your body and your mind, it starts to come out. And even your personality doesn't feel safe. That's why it needs to create a lot of protective mechanisms, mm. a lot of sub-personalities in order to survive. Because we're not talking about life. 
We're talking just about survival. And then all these different personalities comes. Yeah, like when you're a kid and you're really just trying to survive. So you develop yes. these ways of being. Maybe you don't trust a lot of people, only take care of yourself. And then you get older and you have a hard time opening up to people because you don't trust them. Because yes. when you were younger, every time you trust someone, you got hurt. And that wasn't good for your survival. Exactly. The nervous system's not healthy there. It's very uh, tight. That, that's very tough life. Or you can develop mechanisms like... I don't exist. I'm not seeing. I'm not important. It's like I don't exist. Hmm. I don't exist. That's another protective mechanism. That was probably more me. Lay low. Don't make a lot of noise. Yes. When you know there was a lot of people in the room, I would just kind of fade away. Which exactly. Is, which is funny because now I think people think I'm really like outgoing and bubbly, and I have to tell them like I was so shy mm -hmm. growing up. I would eat lunch by myself under the tree because I was scared of people. I think it's so common to just it is. kind of disappear from the world it because. Is. You're trying to survive as a kid and then you bring yeah. it with you through your adult years. Yeah, because that's all you know. It's just important to connect to yourself more and see your own patterns and see if you want to change them and if you're ready to change them because it's a process and the process is usually painful so and, it hurts. And, and uncomfortable. Yeah. But it means that you carry this pain and it would be a good question to yourself. Okay. How long do you still want to carry this pain? Mm -hmm. You know, psychologically, it's physical experience. Because if we're going deeper into the body and we start looking at, your, at the hormonal system, what it does, the stress, what it does to your body, right. lots of cortisol, right? Cortisol, like, killing you. So your adrenals are working like crazy. Mm -hmm. And your kidneys are very weak. Because of the adrenals. They're just worn out. They're worn out. And what kidneys do? They filter. It detox you, right? Yes. They filter the lymphatic system. Mm, so if you don't filter your lymph nodes very well, then they get built up with toxins. Exactly. Weak immune system. Yes. You get sick more. Yes. And then, you, then you're then prone to chronic disease. And in the, the long lymph, term. it's just uh, what goes to your brain and washes everything out. Mm, brain fog, yes. low energy. People will normalize that. If you were a kid and you could feel how a clean body was and then mm -hmm. you jump just 20 years later mm -hmm. to the moment and you're mm -hmm. like, wow, this is how I feel like every day. Because mm -hmm. it's so gradual, we normalize it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's so hard to break that behavior pattern because... There's so many ways in this world for us to just deal with like low energy and brain fog. You know, we just, we drink on the weekends. We drink a lot of coffee during the weekday. Like there's just all these stimulants, stimulants to keep us going, to yes. keep us cranked up. And then mm -hmm. people crash, burn and, and fall apart. And that's a lot of times the catalyst when they look at the deeper stuff and they're like, I need to move some big stuff around in my life. And I also want to hear a little more about like the spirit. You talked a little bit about, about the body and the mind. So when you say spirit, are you talking about like a spiritual practice? To me, spiritual, the biggest spiritual practice is to get in deeper and deeper connection with myself. Mm. And how I do it, I take care of my body and I take care of my psyche. Because in all traditions, spirit is the psyche. Spirit is the psyche. Yes. Psyche never dies. That's like the consciousness? That's the consciousness, yes. That's your ability to think about your own existence and beyond that, plugging into like a collective consciousness. Absolutely. And knowing and feeling that you are eternal. Mm. 
I believe that the, the biggest project in, in your life is you. And everything in your life comes from you. It's the extension of you. It's mm -hmm. a byproduct of you. Mm -hmm. So the more you heal yourself, the more you bring yourself to wholeness, then you can build your life and it's got a foundation so it's not gonna sink mm -hmm. anymore it won't be as shaky it's not gonna be a when shaky the ground, when the ground shakes a little bit no you're strong okay maybe like for a day right you, but will you won't be... fall down your building doesn't yes, fall down every time exactly so by healing yourself by doing inner work by implementing different techniques working with your mind and working with your body and then getting access to your soul and hearing more who you are and what do you want to do getting more and more into an adult position mm -hmm. not into a scary child yeah wounded child you know then you have a very strong foundation to create mm -hmm. your life the way you design i think a lot of us miss that step and we just skip straight to building we're like let's go create but the foundation's kind of rocky. Exactly. And we're just scared children out there. Yes. We're all like hurt children yes. acting from a lot we, of wounds. We are. <laughs> we are. That's why that's very important to heal your inner child, your inner mother, and your inner father. Mm. Not your father, not your mother, your inner sub-personalities. What are some good starting points for healing inner mother, inner father, like... Mm -hmm. What did you do? What have you seen people do? Mm -hmm. First of all, I would give like very simple but very profound practice. Set the timer and every 30 minutes, ask yourself, what do I feel right now? And what do I want? Because the disconnection happens in very, very early age. Sometimes, you know, it happens when a child feels something and comes to the mother and feels like the danger or feels anxiety from the mother and ask, Ma mommy, what is going on? And mother would turn and say, everything is fine. But she would be in a state of fear. And then that's when disconnection happens between yourself and your own feelings. Because what you felt, you, you were denied. Exactly. And then you stop trusting your own feelings okay. and you don't understand what you feel so you're saying bring a lot of curiosity to those feelings that you might have become disconnected from growing up every 30 minutes stop say what do i feel right now yeah what do i want so you can basically start train to evaluate yourself you yeah. train yourself go back to what you feel and trying to identify it and you train yourself to give yourself what you want in the moment and so how long every day forever or just for a few days until you start to build a better picture the longer the better the longer the better <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like people asking me how long do i need to take soul drops yeah <laughs> like how long do you want to have good mood <laughs> right as long as it helps so th yes. that is that more for the inner feminine that practice or it's both it's both it's both that's yes. to just reconnect reconnecting with your inner child that would be the best practice to reconnect with your inner child and the more you do it then you are able to identify is this my masculine wants it or my feminine wants it mm -hmm. and to reconnect with your inner parents it would be good to see what kind of role 
uh, your mother played in your life mm-hmm. and what did you miss that's a uh, that's some heavy stuff or like, your father played in your life yeah. and what did you miss getting from your father right and start giving it to yourself mm. Vlada, those are heavy. That took me a lot of therapy to, to like, <laughs> honestly answer those questions. Yes. Because it was like, I needed someone to kind of hold me there. I fell apart a little bit when I asked myself those questions. Mm-hmm. And I needed someone to, like, hold me there, bring some honesty to those answers. Mm-hmm. And then once I had kind of answered some of those questions, what didn't I get from my parents? What do I need? And then to give them to myself, that's when the practice every day came in. Practice you know, every day. the end of my meditation, I'm sitting there for five, ten minutes, spending some time with like little five year old Sean. Oh, what did you not get? You didn't get a hug. You weren't feeling safe. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. And then like my whole system calms down. But mm-hmm. that, it's heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff. It's not easy. It's not easy. One thing what I tell myself all the time, Vlada, I'm always with you. Mm. And I will always be with you. Mm. I will never leave you. Oh, you are safe and secure. I will always be with you and I will always protect you. I feel safer. Yes. <laughs> it just calms you down. It just calms you down. Your whole nervous system. Exactly. And you're kind of treating, you're really honoring like the inner child inside yes. you. Like you said, inner, inner feminine, inner masculine, inner yes. child. It's a way to like, treat them like another person because we're so hard on ourselves it's a way to like look at them from the outside and just shower them with love yes and the response is yes it's been life-changing for me that sort of self-love that self-talk yes and it's daily with this world it's every like if you don't do it i'm not trying to scare people or like turn people off to it but this world just erodes at you like it wears you down so you gotta spend a few minutes at least every day. That's why I love you said like every day you're telling yourself that because it really is a daily practice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's not like scaring people. It's just bringing an awareness. Mm-hmm. We're not here to scare people. We're here just to bring an awareness. Yeah. That's it. It's hard work and it's really never ending. And I've talked to some close friends and they're like, why would I even want to start? That seems like a lot of work. It seems really painful. And then... I got to do it every day. Like, why would I want to do it? And it goes back to your point where I'm like, how are you living now? Like, how does your, how do you go through your days? Do you move with a lot of pain? Like emotionally, are you hurting? If you want to continue there, okay. What I've learned, and it sounds like you're coming from a very similar place. You really got to bring that honesty to those uncomfortable places and then come back like almost daily and Mm -hmm. remind yourself like, you're good. You're all right. Yes. Another thing to bring to awareness that every single day we are not getting younger <laughs> so when the day is past it will never be back even 10 minutes ago will never be back so do as much as possible for yourself let that sink in <laughs> because your tomorrow comes from this moment tomorrow or after tomorrow will be what's happening now so if you want to break that you need to start right now at least to sit and to breathe that's it just start with simple steps small steps 
Start paying attention to your pain. Paying attention to your anxiety. Don't push it away. Bring it to yourself. Live through it. Go through it. That's the only way to release it. By pushing away, by not wanting to deal with it, you're wasting your time, you're wasting your life energy. You can change city, you can change country, you can change accommodation, your boyfriend, you can change your girlfriend, but everything what is around you is a reflection of you. That's the theme of this podcast. It's all a reflection of your inner world. Absolutely. So you got to look inside if you want the outside to change. Yes. Then start educating yourself on better communication with people. Learn new things about yourself every day. Curiosity. Yes. This is one of the biggest qualities of creator. <laughs> the curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I even heard, I had a conversation this weekend with uh, an old guy, very deep meditator. And he said, in today's day and age, spirituality is at a discount because a little spirituality gets you a long way. Mm -hmm. The way the world is, he said, it's pretty crazy. So a little spirituality gets you a long way. Absolutely. It's a good practice to look at yourself in the mirror and look in your eyes and spend a little time looking in your eyes and see what you see and feel what you feel what you see there mm. let yourself express it and sit yes. with it and feel it yes yeah even if it's a little uncomfortable yes i do that and i cry sometimes <laughs> <laughs> because it's just like i feel the sorrow of the world i feel all this pent up just these little micro moments throughout your day where you're like mm, i feel something and you're like no nah, i'm okay and then there's like this moment of honesty when you're yes. staring at the mirror and you cry a little bit and, and it's just like it's beautiful tears. We don't really... Especially for men. Yeah. You need to be strong. Yeah, you cannot exactly. cry. My whole life was kind of... Luckily, my parents were like pretty loving, but I think the world very much raised me to be like, yes. don't show that. Don't show no, that. No, no, no. Keep it together. Yes. I cried when I was young. People made fun of me. And for years, I was like, okay, don't cry. And then I had to cry and make up for like years of not crying. And I was like, yeah. I'm not doing that again. That was a lot of... Yeah, but then it just uh, comes into um, like a healthy balance. Mm-hmm. If you feel emotions, you're allowed to feel emotions. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to have feelings. Yeah. We're at times, to kind of run it back, a theme that I picked up from what you were saying was this like being very honest about this disconnect that forms throughout mm-hmm. your life, this disconnect with you and your emotions, this disconnect with you and your body, it's almost like you grow this other persona and yes. you're disconnected from like your true self, your mm-hmm. your inner child. And so, you know, you were talking a lot at the beginning about the divine feminine and divine masculine. And it seems like those are ways to package up these different elements of our being. It's really important to stay connected with those so we can live in a way that allows us to be more present with ourselves, more honest, more connected with people and the world our environment beautiful things will happen (laughs) beautiful things will happen life will start to blossom blossom yes yeah anything that i missed that you want to add from our conversation the next step from connecting to your divine masculine and divine feminine would be connecting those energies together into divine union basically connecting both hemispheres 
in your brain. Balance, harmony. Yes, total balance and total harmony. How do you notice in-balance and out-of-balance swings in your life? It's impossible to expect that you're always in balance. So, but it's not a big deal because you know how to go back. So you're training yourself to get back to that place. Yes. When you're going out of balance, your whole system starts to kind of like uh, being agitated. Yeah, revolt a little bit. Yes. And you're like, okay, I need to figure out what's going on with me. And what I do, I usually go on a walk. Mm -hmm. Movement. Movement. I just go on a walk. And I walk and walk and walk breathe, and walk. fresh air. Yes, yeah. just breathe life. See life. Feel it come in and out. Yes. And just get back to the simple things yes. out simple of your head. Things. Yeah. And then just shift sometimes happen by itself. Or sometimes emotions rising. Mm -hmm. You know? You bring in a patience to it, it kind of sounds like. Absolutely. Right? Just Letting being, it pass through. Just being as patient with yourself and as gentle, patient, loving, everything will happen by itself. It moves through you and you're like, okay, I'm back in balance. Yes. And you take notes on what happened because mm -hmm. once you move through, you're like, okay, wow, there's a lot going on at work. It's in a fight with my partner. Okay, it makes sense. And I went on the walk. I started to feel better. And, and you can bring a little more. I think the honesty, the gentle patience, yes. it's, it teaches you. There's a lot of lessons in there for yes. maintaining balance for a yes. long time. Yes, yes. Beautiful. Well, that was a good summary, Vlada. You, you ended it with how to bring them together. <laughs> and then when they fall out of balance, how to bring them back together. Absolutely. Thank you for being our guest. Thank you. It's been refreshing i've been talking to my dad on all these podcasts so <laughs> i miss you i miss you pops but we had a great guest where can people find you 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 know you're the founder of soul drops yes for soul drops it can be uh souldrops.net we'll link souldrops.net in the show notes these are sacred plant medicine drops or little tinctures I've taken them before I meditate. I can personally vouch for them. When I'm on the go and I'm running around and I take soul drops, I don't feel them as much. But when I sit down in stillness and I really quiet down, I can very much feel them. And they're, they help deepen my practice. We'll put them in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Do you want to add anything about soul drops, Vlado? Yes, I would like to um, explain a little bit. Sure. What they do, it's a sacred plant uh, uh, legal microdosing. We have three products. One product is soul, and that's the tincture um, to work with your male energy, mm. to connect to your male energy, stillness and active energy of sun going and doing stuff in the world. Another product, it helps you to connect with your female energy, and you take it when the sun goes down. That's the time to contemplate on your day and to unwind into a relaxing state of being. The third product is Cosmos, and it helps you to go and work deeper in your dream state. Mm. And it has both energies, male and female mm, boom it's the it's like the <laughs> end of our podcast the cosmos is the union exactly and a lot of artists love it i love taking cosmos when i edit yes and it's interesting because for different people it works different mm. and it gives you exactly what you need in the moment mm. someone will be relaxed someone will cry mm. 
So the plant, the intelligent intelligence of the plant is so profound mm. that you think, okay, I'm going to take it and I'm going right. to do this, 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 and this. Nope. And you take it and the plant <laughs> is like, no. It's not what you need. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not, not what, you, what you need. Usually what you think you want is the <laughs> exactly. opposite. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it really um, reconnects you with your yeah. authentic self. Yeah. I can honestly say I've had some very deep, profound meditations on soul drops. I'll like set a 20-minute timer and 20 minutes goes off, I'm, I'm, I'm not coming back for a while. Yeah. You know, I sit for like another 20, 30 minutes in there. And it's very, very subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not overpowering at all. No. That's why I don't feel it when yes. I'm running around, you know. Sometimes even if you don't feel it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Right. It's doing stuff. It works sub-perceptionally. Behind the scenes, subconsciously. Behind, yes, behind the scene. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to add about you or soul jobs? Yeah, so for my personal work, I see clients one-on-one. I can be found at vladatalon.com. Vladatalon.com. Okay, we'll link soul jobs and Vlada's website in the show notes. So you can just go click on that hyperlink and uh, it will take you where you need to go. Perfect. (laughs) Amazing. Vlada, thank you so much again. Thank you so much, Sean. Like we say in Russian, спасибо. Пожалуйста. <laughs> 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 and we will see you guys uh, for this week's meditation. 